Hello, everyone. Welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 37 of season one. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you this podcast each and every day that we do it. And I believe this podcast is here not to help people that's already been lost in dying world, saved from this lost and dying world and Christians, but also to bring people into the kingdom of God. Today's podcast, we're going to have our worship, worship segment. We're only going to have one song today. Then we're going to continue our Bible study on faith, hope, and courage in the changing times. And we're going to be learning how to experience God's grace. Then in our teaching in different ways, God teaches us in different ways segment, we're going to be talking about weird worship. Weird for worship. And then we're going to take our prayer request and so on from there. So we got a lot to get to today. So we're going to go right to our worship time. We'll be right back after these after this song.
If you want to know about all sports information, go to YouTube, go to the search bar and type in Charge It to the Game Podcast, and you will get all the information you need about the world of sports from this podcast on YouTube. I am a describer, and I recommend this podcast to you. Describe now. Again, go to YouTube and put in the search bar, Charge It to the Game. And you will not feel sorry for it. Welcome back, everyone, to God's Internet Church Podcast. I am your host, Pastor. And we're going to be starting our Bible study now. And we're going to do that with opening up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you right now to take a coal of heaven's altar and anoint these lips of clay. We ask you right now, in the name of Jesus, let every word is said, and every word that's read and every word that's taught here today be what you want, not what we want. We ask you this, let this touch the people that you want it to touch, Lord. We ask you in Jesus' name, amen. Well, as you know, we've been going through a 90 days of devo- a 90-day devotional book called Faith, Hope, and Courage, but we ain't going to be doing 90 days worth of that. It's really roughly over um, 60 days, because some of the stuff that this is talking about goes together as different thoughts put together. So when God leads me to put different thoughts together, that's what we'll be doing. In fact, if I calculated it right, 57 more days of this book is left. So, but we're going to get into it. And we're going to look at the scripture on 1 Corinthians. Chapter number 1. We're going to look at verse 3. Corinthians, <coughs> excuse me, my allergies are acting up. 1 Corinthians chapter number 1, and we're going to look in verse 3. All right? And it says, Grace unto you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. So, we're going to call this this part of the Bible broadcast, how to experience God's grace. All right. A second scripture I want you to turn to is first Peter, second Peter, excuse me. Second Peter, just to have it there. We're not going to get there right away. Second Peter chapter number three. We're going to look at verse 18. But first we got other things to deal with. Okay, how to experience God's grace. Several of Paul's epistles open up with the word, Grace be unto you, and peace from God. That's because we cannot experience God's peace unless unless you first know how to receive 
his grace and walk in it. All right. So first of all, we got to learn we cannot earn God's grace. Now, the only way we can start earning God's grace, we cannot earn it, but the only way we can start feeling God's grace is by asking him into our hearts and life and start serving him. A lot of people think that they can sit there and do special works, to do special things. They use their talents to do help people. That's good that you're trying to help people. But if you're doing to try to get into the kingdom of heaven and the experience God's grace, you're doing it for nothing. Because you cannot earn God's grace. you got to ask God to come into your heart to forgive you your sins and believe that he is your savior and believe that he's going to help you through your life and give you grace. All right. The second thing. It is God doing for you what you cannot do for yourself. So we got to learn that grace isn't something that we can do. We got to learn now to let God do it for us. So in other words, we got to take our butt off our throne of life. Let God sit on the throne of life to help us with the things we can't. And he's doing this with grace. He's doing this. Because, you know, as our creator, he didn't have to send his son Jesus to die for our sins, to make our life right with him. And he didn't have to take over our lives to get his grace. We got to learn to let God rule over our lives. Because we can't do a lot of things by ourselves. And I think Job learned that from our last Bible study. All right. See, it doesn't kick in until you stop struggling and trying to do it on your own strength. In other words, what we just said, <laughs> your grace of God ain't going to kick in and help you until you're done trying to run it yourself. And let me tell you something, saints. We got to remember, and I say this a lot. God, God sees the beginning, the middle, and the end of our lives. We just see today. We just, when we wake up tomorrow, we just see tomorrow. When we wake up the next day, we just see that day. God sees the whole book. All right? And he knows how to help you. And if we try to get things done on our own, we're going to find out that we're going to mess things up even worse. All right? And make things even worse. We got to start trusting God and giving it to Him. So by His grace, He can fix the things for us. All right? Now, what does that mean? We need to humble ourselves and admit to total inadequate to 
succeed without God's help would be proud. But with God's help, it would give us credit. All right? So just like Job done and different done, so they typically ask God for grace. We gotta ask God for grace and help. He's not gonna give it to us unless we ask. And like I shared the other day on this podcast, and I believe it was yesterday, God has a plan for your life. When you woke up for this today, he wasn't surprised if you lost your job today. He wasn't surprised when the pandemic hit. He wasn't surprised when you couldn't get through to your unemployment office. He wasn't surprised you didn't get your stimulus checks yet. He wasn't surprised that this and that was going to happen. And he has a continuous continuous plan for you. But you got to have the great go to God and ask him for his grace to show it to you. And really, he's gracious enough. He wants to give it to you. He just wants you to come and ask him. Okay? So what are we learning here so far? How to experience God's grace. We got to learn to give him control and let him give us his grace, provide us his grace and help us with everything that's going on in our lives. First Peter 3.18 says, But grow in grace and in knowledge of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to him be both now and forever. Amen. So the grow in grace, we learned that we got to give it to God, everything that's going on. But it says, and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I know I shared this yesterday. We got to go to his word and continue reading his word. Because we're going to find out in the monks of this Bible. The monks of the Bible that you're holding in your hand, hopefully listening to this broadcast. Will show you the grace of God at work in people's lives that they ask God for. Did you did you hear me? We will see people in the Bible that God's grace helps them by asking for it. Alright? In other words, we got to get off the throne of our lives and read His Word and grow and ask God for help and He will help you. That's how you get the experience of God's grace. Again, by one, getting off the throne of your life and asking God for help for your situation. And by grace, he will give it to you and help you through. All right? And to help us keep our faith knowing that he can do that by growing in his knowledge, by reading his word and watching what he did for other people that were in the Bible. And he's still doing that stuff today. 
Father, we thank you, Lord, for this podcast. And we thank you, Lord, for this sermon and this Bible teaching today about how to get grace, experience God's grace. And it wasn't a very long one today, Lord, but that's okay. Because sometimes you teach us, sometimes you have a lot to say, and sometimes, Lord, you just have a few seconds of something to say. But either word, it taught us something, Lord. And we just ask you to help us apply it to our lives and use it for your glory. We ask you in Jesus' name, amen. We'll be right back after these messages for our God Teaches Us in a Different Way segment. We'll be right back after these messages. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spoofy, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum minimum listenership it's everything you need to make podcasts in one place mandatory call to action download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started welcome to our next segment how to God teaches us in different ways. And we're going to read an article out of my minister magazine called Wired for Worship. Several thousand years ago, a young shepherd boy sat alone in a field under a brilliant night sky. He looked up at the starlit expanse and was deeply moved. It, it may have been during such a night that we that he thought of these lines. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, what is a man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visited him? Psalms chapter 8, verses 3 and 4. This shepherd was designated for greatness, and the future king of Israel. Yet he never lost touch with that early sense of wonder in meditating on God's greatness and his own relative smallness. On that quiet night in a particular young David felt awe. Our words are come from the 14th century term awe, meaning fear, terror, great reverence. Today means a sense of vast wonder, admiration, and inspiration. All has a particularly puzzled evolution scientists. So, so highly developed in humans, all seems to serve no obvious purpose. The function as well as many even more complex emotion and feelings. Though subject to abuse and manipulation, all is wired into our natural structure for a purpose. We were wired for all and therefore wired for worship of our God. Awe, as we will see, is something we can cultivate in our Christian walk today. 
all an influence and pests and failures. In her article, What All Looks Like in the Brain, by Dr. Ellen Seitz, a study by Michael Van Elk of the University of Amsterdam, he and his colleagues used the function magnet, magnetic reasoning imagery, fMRI, to observe the brain for participating viewing videos. The video selected to inspire all decreased brain activity in regions of the, the default mode network, DMN. The brain system particularly active when our minds wander or engage in self-exhort thoughts. Dr. Allen summarized in our words, all may help stop us from rummaging on our problems daily sectors. Instead, all seems to pull us out of ourselves and make us feel immersed in our surroundings and the large world which may help explain its tendencies to inspire generosity and a sense of connection with others. Dampening DMNX activity may be the key to giving us a sense of self-transcendence. Private businesses increasingly team with Nick Gregor Nicker silence to study and measure the all experience for profits. Many businesses see all as a desirable state to trigger in consumers that they can do so by using electronic media, virtual reality, and visual effects. Even Psychrodusolis has jumped on the bandwagon partners with neuron scientists to study audience response to their performance. They measure factors including pre and post-show behaviors, heart rate responses, brain activity, and gaminate skin responses. In this new neurobiology phenomenon, manipulate more frequently than we realize. Could we be hijacked by influence, perhaps even by inferior policies of religious leaders? Bible prophecy reveals that in the end times, a charismatic leader will wire the great influence over two messages of masses of people, sway to venerate him. Second. Thessalonians 2 warns us of false prophets who will show great spectacular signs proclaiming himself divine and demand worship. Who has the mind like God? All was understood properly by the Apostle Paul and men who wrote the Thessalonians. Paul Memor motorized, memorized, and trained by the Padamic religious scholars, Jamali spent much of his youth 
and early adulthood studying scriptures with a tremendous reverence for God's breath, breath word. Paul felt his true resonant deeply in his heart and mind. And he will demonstrate a thoughtful illustration of awe or the death of the rich, rich both of the wisdom of knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgment and his ways past. Finding out Romans finding out Romans eleven thirty three. Paul here illustrates the first step to instill awe in our worship. Contempting how God vast or noteworthy, Paul exclaims of how the death of the riches refer truth and cannot comprehend humanity. This wisdom is knowledge of God and it has depth and even the angel don't understand. First Peter one twelve. Paul was well acquainted with scripture examination of God's mystery and thrill by their uncomfortable depths that could be fully explored in his lifetime. Divine counsel is characterized not only by the depth and heights, but also by the breadth and length. Ephesians 3.18 No microscope can test out its its details. No telescope can reveal its length and breadth. No MRI can reveal its inner working. No man-made instrument can pound out its part and pieces. Human beings cannot by their own power disassemble or re-simulate the truth. Hallelujah. What an article. What an article. The rest of the article really don't help us um, with the point here is that we're wired for worship. And we got to be careful because the world out there is trying to rewire us. By videos, by TV, by what we hear. They put cute little things on the screen and then we hear a message. And let me tell you something, saints. We got to learn to only be all with God and his creation, not the world. That's my stamp on that. Okay. Now, we're going to be right back after these messages. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 37. And we came to the part now where we got prayer requests. And in the midst of this podcast, I just got information on my dad. And I'm going to read it to you right now. Um, I asked prayer for him for yesterday because of a heart condition we believe that was going on. And we got information that there is a problem. My mom texted me and said, your dad just got back from the doctors. He says a small, the doctor says he has a small aneurysm in his aorta. Can't do much now. Too small, but we'll keep an eye on it. And they gave him more medicine for his breathing. So 
we need to pray that that aneurysm can be healed by God or God keep it where it don't get grow at all. But, and then um, we're going to pray for my Uncle George's family. You know, he passed away and the funeral was Saturday. So we're going to pray for the family and their needs of getting through this. And um, we're going to pray for Stan DeGalopper and his family. They all three, three of his family died with him included in the coronavirus. So we're going to pray for the surviving family that's left and help, you know, have God help them. And then we're going to pray for Bob Cass and, and his um, loss of his wife to coronavirus, Bernice Cass, and which is family member for me also. Um, well, my aunt was his, my, was my family. He's family by marriage, which he needs prayer too. So let's just take these knees before the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up Bobcast to you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. He's my step-uncle, Lord. We just ask you to keep his loving, your loving arms around him and keep him safe, Lord. Especially as yesterday was my Aunt Bernice's birthday, Lord. We just ask you to love on him, hug him, and keep him safe. And Lord, we ask you to be with my Uncle George and his family, Lord. Uh, he passed away sometime last week, Lord, and they had the funeral Saturday, Lord. And Lord, we just ask you to be with the family members and my Aunt Evelyn, who was his sister, took it very hard. We just ask you to put your loving arms around her and loving arms around all the family members and help them with what they need, Lord. And Lord, we ask you to be with the family of Sam Galopper, um, Tammy Galopper, and Evie Galopper, the two sisters are left of that immediate family. We ask, and my Aunt Evelyn's also the mother of Sam, the Glopper, Lord. We just ask you to comfort her again with that, Lord. And we just ask you to comfort the girls as they get through it and comfort the rest of the family. We have, And Lord, we ask you to comfort and help us through anyone else that might have coronavirus, people that lost or any kind of loss, this, Lord. And we just ask you to work out some situations too. We ask you in Jesus' name, amen. And if you watch this on Spotify and and the rest of the platforms I have, you can send a message to me. So if there's any people out there that wants prayer requests, um, send it to me and I'll make sure they get on the air here, and I'll make sure they get on God's Internet Church uh, broadcast, our online um, service. And uh, just remember, there is a, there's a prayer request there too. Lord, I ask for this woman to ask for a house, Lord. We just ask you, Lord, to provide it for her, get her the money that she needs for it. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we came now to an end of another podcast. Of God's in another church podcast episode 37. I'd like to thank God that you guys are joining me. And share it with other people. So we can bring more people to the kingdom of God. And help more people in the kingdom of God. And help people more out in the kingdom of God. And on that note, I'd like to say God bless you. See you next time for God's in another church tomorrow. And have a blessed day. Be kind to each other. 
take care of each other and love one another. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver for God's Internet Church Podcast, saying God bless you and see you tomorrow.